Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, everybody. 1008 WTIC News Talk 1080. Will Marotti Show. This is your host, Will Marotti, back from yesterday. Thank you, Joel Rissinger, for filling in. Appreciate that. Good friend. Longtime friend. Known Joel for, gosh, decades. Um, great guy. Smart guy. Um, in Indianapolis yesterday, Tuesday night, yesterday, for uh, meetings for Sponsors for the, uh, the Spirit of Speedway is a car that we're trying to do our best to enter in the 2022 Indianapolis 500, the Spirit of Speedway. You can get more information, go to spiritofspeedway.com. Um, great. It was great to, uh, great to be But good to be back. Good to be back. Joy Burgoyne in for Matt. Matt, who's taking the day off today. No, nothing wrong. Everything's fine. Just need a good day off. He deserves a good day off. So um, he's getting that. And uh, and you guys, it's always wonderful to be with you guys on on the air, talking with you, sharing ideas. Um, but as I, as I say, I continue to go back to the edit. I, I'm counting. I'm banking on the American people. I think the American people, uh, the, the the will, and America's like no other country ever in world history, because it was founded on personal choice, freedom, and liberty. And not perfectly. It's not a perfect country. I tell this to people all the time you know, about talking about church. You know, you know. I tell people all the time if you, if you don't, if you find a perfect church, don't go to it because you're going to ruin it. Because you're not perfect. None of us are perfect. People complain about hypocrites in the church. Oh, there's too many hypocrites in the church. I say, you know, you're absolutely right. There's way too many hypocrites in the church. But the good news is, the good news is, there's always room for one more. Why don't you join us? Uh, you're never going to find a perfect country. You're never going to find a perfect anything. But still, yet, in spite of our flaws, in spite of our failures, the United States is the greatest country in the history of planet Earth. Why? Because it was founded on liberty, freedom, personal choice. Those kinds of ideas. And that there's a creator. And that we have certain God-given inalienable rights. That's, that's the basis. So you can't take a country that was founded on freedom and liberty ran that way for so long and then and then use whatever vehicle you want to use racism covid whatever you want to use use whatever you want to use to then try to change it into a socialistic socialism 
kind of experiment. It's not, it's not going to work. The people are not going to deal. You know, because intrinsically, people know, people know not everybody's a racist. People know that. American people are, are good. American people are hardworking. American people are law-abiding. Yeah, you got some bad stuff. You got bad people everywhere. You got bad you bad uh, stockbrokers. You got b- bad politicians. Bad police. You have bad carpenters. You have bad plumbers. You have bad pastors. You have bad radio people. There's good and bad in every. My grandmother told me there's good and bad in everything, but there's more good than there is bad. But if you don't think liberty and freedom are important, take a poll. Take somebody from Russia, somebody from China, somebody from Iraq, somebody from Venezuela, and ask them how they live, like living under government control. And then take this, another person from America and say, how do you like living under freedom? I mean, it, it, it's come on. Come on. There's no comparison. I'm not kidding. This is no joke. Uh, let's go to George and Canton. George, welcome to the show. Greetings, Pastor Will. Greetings. Uh, please bear with me. I've got a little laryngitis. I, I've recovered from my second bout of the bug 19. <laughs> uh, you can uh, you can knock me down, but you can't. Amen. Amen, George. So what, Go what, away. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. What, what's so frustrating, this uh, this fellow in the state government here, this attor- state's attorney, uh, they're just allowing him to resign Yeah. with no investigation. Now, why, why didn't they tell the people uh, that the insurgents on uh, January 6th just leave the Capitol building and we won't prosecute yeah. you? Well, they're I mean, Democrats. Uh, that's the obvious what, answer. What, Democrats what, do not want. To have, they don't want this to be a story. They don't want this one of their own. They just want to hide it. Well, how how are we ever going to recover uh, back to any degree of normalcy when it is clear uh, justice cannot uh, prevail if if it isn't served? And for not, for people to say it'd be like robbing a bank and saying, "Well, okay, well." Just give the money back and we'll forget it. You remember the old term appearance <laughs> of impropriety? Right, right. Well, and, I remember. And you remember. but There's evidence of Hunter Biden yeah. and his behavior. And they're still going after Trump. Did you hear on Tucker last night? They're going after Trump because he ripped up documents. It's a, You can't rip up documents. Didn't Nancy uh, uh, Pelosi rip up? something right on in the in the uh in about the hillary we lost 30 30 000 emails gone vanished hillary yeah you know it's not a document she didn't rip it up but she well she it, electronically it, ripped them up now i i'd like to say something i i've tried to find a phone number for the stepanowski campaign i cannot yeah let me give I you it's like, uh i think the website's pretty easy i think it's bob for governor Let's see. Well, I, I've been on, I, I've gone on, but I'm not an email guy. But I want to say one, one quick thing. Yeah. I have, as a constituent of Stepanowski, I have seen his ads, and I have been very aware of his maturation since his first run. Yeah. And yeah. I noticed in his ad, uh, Pastor Will, he has never used the term conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat. And I've got a thought that has merit. You remember when Clinton said it's the economy stupid? Well, I <laughs> thought that was an insult. Right. Let me offer something. Okay. If a if Stepanowski's platform 
was called common ground, not common sense, yeah. common ground. Yeah. That we all, this is not a liberal, conservative, right, left issue. If you own a car in Connecticut mm-hmm. and it gets stolen, the, the, the little boogers that steal them, they don't know if you're Republican or a Democrat. That's true, yeah. yeah. And if Stepanowski would, would name his campaign Common Ground and simply present what is going on as a quality of life issue, yes. not quality of conservative or, or Republican or yeah. Democrat or liberal, yeah. and, and his planks are clear. Uh, it's not just a one party or one plank like the tolls. He has come a long way. And we in this little state of Connecticut, we're all victimized by people doing bad things. Yeah. And I think it is that simple, common, common ground that we all are in. The gas prices affect all of us. Remember when the liberals, Limbaugh used to say, what do they think? Us conservatives have clean air and clean water stashed somewhere that we breathe and drink while we want everyone else to breathe and drink dirty? Well, sure. Some of them believe that, of course. They want us to believe that. Sure. Well, it's just stupid. It is stupid, but we're, no, one, no one's talking about the, the uh, value of the... Please, Bob, take my, my term, common ground and appeal to everybody in this state, let's fix the quality of life in what used to be the pearl of yes. England. Yes, yes. Absolutely, George. Could not agree fire. with you more. Amen on every point. Thank you. It, it, you can go. I know you're not an electronic guy, but you can. Very simple. BobForGovernor.com. That's it. Bob for not number four, B-O-B for F-O-R, governor.com. That's it. And there's a spot that you can comment, you know, put your name, and you share your comments and your thoughts there. Um, you know, you, you can get on their mailing list, but I, yeah, I, I agree with you hundred percent. I think, I think Bob Stefanowski has matured as a candidate. I think he is, um, he's showing that in, in how he's communicating, what he's communicating. I think the number one thing that Bob Stefanowski did right the past, since, since the election, when he lost, he stayed out there. He stayed out there. He stayed engaged. He was he was doing op-ed pieces. He was meeting with folks. He was talking to people. He stayed out there. He stayed active. And so you take a full campaign, right, two-year campaign, whatever it was, first time you didn't have a campaign, and then now you take these last few years where he's out there in the public and he's, and he's talking with folks. He's doing interviews. I mean, you know, we've had him on the show here a thousand times. Todd's had him on a bunch of times. I mean, that that's why. That's and I, I think it, I think his message is gonna resonate with people. I really do. I, I feel very strongly about that. Now here, here let me just bring this to your attention because I, I know when um when these things happen, when people die, right? And in this case, Bob uh Bob Saget died, the uh, full house star, um, and the um America's funniest video star. When they, when they die and it's just like sudden and, and they're basically healthy and not real old, right away people go, oh, foul play, overdose, suicide. Right? That's, what, that's what you think, right? Well, here's what happened. They just came out with this. Uh, comedian actor Bob Saget, cause of death was revealed by a family on Wednesday, yesterday, about a month after they found him dead in the Florida hotel room. Statements uh, that, that, that he died of a head trauma. Here's what happened. And they know he actually he hit his head on something 
before he went to bed and 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 went to sleep. He did, they didn't elaborate on what it was, but he said he hit his head and went to sleep and that was it. Never woke up. Had nothing to do with drugs, alcohol, whatever. Uh, and so I remember, I think it was Bob. Oh my gosh, the Crystal Cathedral founder, right? He uh, he got into the car and he bumped his head on the uh, on the on the on the door frame and um, didn't think anything of it and. Um, when I went and ended up having a severe bit brain bleed, almost killed him. Uh, yeah, Robert Schuler, um, almost killed him. And that was just bumping his head, getting in the car. So you got to be careful. Your head is very, very uh, sensitive to to concussion. But that's why you you say to yourself, man, football players they get concussion after concussion. It's no wonder. When they retire and they are older, they start having mental illness problems because you're you've been bashing your head around like it's a like it's a, a workplace lunchbox for how many years? And and those were that's from boxers too. Anything anything that has con, con, repetitive head contact with anything, you got to be careful. Got to be careful. That's why it's always better to check right. Always better safe here. Never truer story than for head issues and head potential head injuries. Better safe than sorry. No question about it. 800-966-9842. 860-522-9842. Take a quick break. Come back. Get some more of your calls. And then we've got Jazz Shaw, weekend editor of hotair.com at 1037. Stay with us. Welcome back, 1025 WTIC News Talk, 1080, 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842. Yeah, Robert Schuller was, um, how do I describe, Robert Schuller was a Christian, I believe Reformed Church, German-Dutch. Uh, Robert Schuller was a, a positive, really uh, wrote a book, fame, great book, uh, Tough Times Don't Last, Tough People Do. I think it's still in print. You can still get it. I, I think it's a great book. He he was think when I say Robert, think of Joel Olstein. Have you heard of Joel Olstein? Have you seen? Have you have you heard his seeding? You know, super positive, 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 positive. That was Robert Schuler. Robert Schuler was the was the king of 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 men, positive mental thinking and attitude. Norman Vincent Peale, the Christian version of Norman Vincent Peale. That's that's Robert Schuler. And and Schuler started in a drive-in theater in California. Start that's how he started church in a drive-in. He preached outside, open air. And then they they built the the, the fabulous Crystal Cathedral. I think it was later purchased by the Catholic Church. Crystal Cathedral, forty years a TV hour of power, but it all came it all it all ran out of juice. It all ran out of steam. He waited. They didn't change. They didn't modify. They didn't alter. And he stayed too long. Quite frankly, he probably should have stepped down before he died in uh, 2015, 80 years old. But he had his head. That's what I was telling you. Story. He had his head getting into the door, coming in the air, out of the airport, getting, going whatever. Getting in the car, hits his head on the side of the the metal part of the door of the car, and ended up with a brain bleed. Almost died. That's how bad it was. 
That's how bad it was. Let's go to Seymour and Mike. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Hey, so um, the reason for my call, earlier I heard a, a gentleman, uh, an American patriot, saying uh, that the American people will always stand up for liberty and, and so forth and so on, and he mentioned that the American people this and, and so forth, the American people that, yeah. a number of times. And uh, I'm being uh, legitimate when I ask this question, Pastor. What does that even mean? Because if you're living south of the border, you come over illegally, have a baby here, he's an American. Uh, what, what, does, what does it mean to be an American? And who are the American people these days? Because I hear President Biden talking about the American people will stand up, and I don't even know who the American people are. It's, very, it's, a, very simple, it's a very simple uh, uh, description, Mike. American people, first of all, are born here legally, number one. American people are, are, are raised in a family, number two. American people are people who work, who be, have a good work ethic, who believe in working. That's the American. That's the, and what we see in the news is not average. It's not typical. The fact of the matter is a lot. there's still a lot of people not working. You know what? That's not the typical American. The typical American is working a job, taking care of their family, wanting the best for their kids. That's a typical American. That's an average American. And what you see on TV, what was portrayed on, on TV, completely not the average American. What you see on the news, completely not the average American. You're seeing these micro snapshots of, of culture that, that don't exist all over the country. So, so that, when I talk about the average American, that's what I'm talking about. Are you saying, Pastor, that all you have to do to be called an American and to be an American is be born here? Is that, is that really no, I just gave you a, a list of things, Mike. You also should exercise your freedom. You should vote. You should pay your taxes. There's a lot of things that take that, that comprise what an average American does, who the average American is. But what you see on TV and what the news reports are not average Americans, no. Okay, I'm glad you said that. So if I understand you correctly, being an American... And of course, just being rhetorical here, not not in any way trying to be disrespectful, but if I'm understanding you correctly, it, it's more than just being born here with no history, no tradition. Of course it's more than that. I, and I never inferred anything else, Mike. I'm sorry if you thought yeah, that's what you oh, heard, no. but that's not at all what I inferred. All right, we're going to take a break for a commercial news break. We get back. Jazz Shaw, weekend editor, hotair.com will be our guest. Uh, 38 WTIC News Talk 1080. A um, lot of crazy things happen. Things that, you know, if it, it's something that, you know, would happen normally and you'd say, well, it's no big deal. Or you'd hear about, oh, you know, you know, I guess stuff happens. It's, you know, you just kind of chuck it up to life, right? But there's just wacky stuff happening all the time everywhere. And it just, there seems to be no end to it. Joining us now, the weekend editor of hotair.com, source you should look at every day. For news, their weekend editor, Mr. Jazz Shaw. Hello, Jazz. Brother Will, always a pleasure to speak to you on a pleasant morning like this. It is. Is it sunny where you are, Jazz? We're very sunny over here. 
It, it was until just a little while ago, but it's warm, which is important. When I yeah. say warm, there's, you know, quote marks around it. But it got up above 40 <laughs> yesterday and again today. I don't remember the last time it was above freezing. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, we've had a run. We've had a run. In fact, I was out in Indianapolis yesterday, and they said uh, that they're having a, an extremely cold and a lot of snow winter, but it was the nicest day they've had yesterday. It was in the yeah. 40s and sunshine. So, we, you know, we're getting towards spring. Gosh darn that groundhog. Um let me just ask you this. You, you've got this story posted, and this is under the, what the heck is going on with the world? I mean, these are just normal things that used to happen, right? There's a story about a mom that goes to jail because she let her 14, not 4, not 8, not 9, 14-year-old daughter babysit her siblings. What What's that all about? Yeah, it's apparently true. It's been dragging out in court for two years, and they're they're not giving up. Uh, that's what she was doing. The daughter was at home doing, helping her siblings with remote learning because everybody was locked down and the schools were closed. And the mother had to work and uh, nobody else to watch him. So she let the 14 year old take charge of the babysitting duties. And uh, yeah, one, the younger brother apparently got up when she was focusing on the uh, instructions yeah. and wandered outside, saw his his little friend who lives across the street and they hooked up and, and went over to the friend's house um, who knew the family quite well. But for some reason, the friend's parents called the cops and the cops showed up and investigated. And a couple of weeks later, five cop cars showed up at this woman's house five. and arrested her, five. handcuffed her, took her to jail and started the process of uh, prosecuting her for uh, uh, you know some sort of serious neglect or whatever, and she's been fighting it ever since. And it, it says here that um, she could, she could she could potentially serve eighteen months in prison. This uh, the is insane. I thought it was one year. That's unusual for a case like that, but it's potentially possible. It also I mean, it's unusual a, for a case that's even. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Jez. When I was when I was younger, <laughs> it seems to me that I remember routinely parents would hire, you know, teenagers to babysit while they went out and had dinner or something. Now, maybe maybe I don't know, but maybe 14 is kind of the, on the younger sc- side of the scale. But it seems to me that that would have been a routine thing years ago. But now the the home of Stacey Abrams tries to turn it into a felony. <laughs> Just a little shot there, yeah, Stacy. My, my, my sister was babysitting for my brother and I at 14. Nobody thought anything of it. Right. By the time I was 12, because I was the youngest child and there was a big gap, oh, uh, both sorry. my brother and my sister had already gone to college or, or left, and my parents both worked. I was home alone at 12, constantly. I was, uh, you know, a latchkey yeah. kid, basically, before the term existed. I was out wandering the countryside, going sure. squirrel hunting and rabbit hunting, you know, with nobody supervising yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I found the story just incredible. I, I guess times have changed somewhat, but really, <laughs> look at the picture in the article of that person's neighborhood. They live in a place most of us would cut off our left arm to live. You know, <laughs> they're not out in the middle of the jungle with cobras <laughs> right. like the cops insinuated, like the kid could have been bitten by a snake or, you know. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just madness. I, I don't know where these stories come from, but they happen today. I mean, it's just it is so it is so bizarre. It, it, it's hard to. I was, I was talking earlier about uh, you know I think I think uh, when it comes to uh, government overreach, 
mandates, things of that nature. I, I think ultimately I'm betting on the American people because I think people love freedom. They like liberty. Uh, but even apparently Canada, they have they have some desire for freedom and liberty. And you've got a story here about something that happened in the uh, the, the province of Alberta and and, uh, a tr- and part of the trucker strike. What any any news update there? Uh, yeah, it's actually spread further than Alberta. Alberta was the first one uh, where the premier of the province uh, saw what was going on with the freedom convoy and mm-hmm. you know crossings being shut down and all that. And uh, he turned around and just canceled the vaccine mandate in his province, uh, <laughs> the mass mandates, everything. And he didn't. Can he do that? Don't they, don't the they science have a... or he, he just said, you know, this is causing incredible divisiveness among our people, and it's just unacceptable. Don't they and have like a, a, a CDC in Canada? Don't somebody to override this uh, provincial governor? Well, Trudeau's going to try to override them. They're yeah. they're already fighting him and saying they might take it to court. But uh, yeah, now it's four provinces they're dealing with. Oh, spreading up there. So so this is this is not uh, this is not winning over with the. It's, it certainly hasn't won over the hearts of the politicians, but it's definitely winning over the hearts of the people. Apparently, in large numbers, not everybody. Just like yeah, in the United sure. States, there's people on sure. both sides. But yeah, they're they're sick of it. And now wow. we've allegedly, according to Politico, and I've seen multiple reports now, yeah. there's been a larger convoy forming up in the United States heading for Washington, and Washington's <laughs> braced for it. You know, oh, the only thing I don't like about it is it certainly, it certainly is going to help uh, alleviate the supply chain problem. But you know what? I, go go for it. You know, <laughs> at this point, there's another story that you've got. I'm I'm just this is apparently turning into a an international thing that there's a, a, a truck convoy in New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. Formed up uh, Monday night and into Tuesday. And, uh, it was only partly trucks and a lot of them weren't big rigs. There was a lot of cars too, but they got the same idea. And some of the leaders said they were inspired by the people in Canada and they had more than a thousand people show up at the parliament building in the largest city uh, in New Zealand. And uh, they just showed up and parked on the lawn and closed off a few streets. And they sat there and waited for somebody to come out and talk to them from the parliament. And nobody ever came out. And then finally, last night, they started arresting people because some of them had given up and gone home. And it was down to maybe four or 500 people. And they sent the cops and brought in like 100 policemen and started arresting people. You know, we're talking with Jazz Shaw from HotHair.com. You know, everything's relative, right? So... We we have a lot of folks here in the country that are frustrated. I'm one of them, frustrated with the extended mandates, the extended lack of freedom and inability to. I I mean I had a lot. I was flying last night, so both flights that I was on, uh, I noticed. I'm looking around and I'm noticing. You know what? People figure this thing out. They go, they go. Well, you can you can lower your mask if you're actively eating or drinking. So what do I see? I'm, 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 I think there's an inordinate number of people bringing their own snacks and water on the plane, just so that they can, just so they can partake and, and keep their mask off. And and nobody's having a fit. Nobody's saying anything. None of the attendants, you know, you got to put your mask back on. Uh, but I think people figure it out. But there's a, and this isn't, this is, this is from Hot Air. But this is, Ed put this up, and I just want to ask you the question of what your opinion is, because I, I think here's the opinion. Uh, he's talking about something that was uh, written in the Washington Post, and, and the title is "Say Why Are Dem Governors Going Rogue on the CDC Over Masks?" I think there's a real big reason for that. What's your take? Yeah, I just, uh, I just tweeted something to Ed 
and he yeah. retweeted it just before I went on the air. Oh, really? And, yeah, I, I don't think this has anything to do with following the science. It's <laughs> a lot more to do with following the politics. Yeah. And there's a lot of these Democrats who are looking at their internal polling numbers. Yes. And they're they're looking at a dumpster fire. And they're like, <laughs> okay, this isn't going to work, and there's an election coming up. You know? <laughs> And they're like, yeah. no, that's okay. I, you know, we're gonna. I, I, I do find it amazing that some of the words and phrases like natural immunity and things like that that would get you thrown off of social media platforms oh, a year yeah. ago, yeah. are now suddenly part of quote the science, and everybody's free to talk about them. It's been a remarkable shift. You're, you're right. I mean, that you know, if you talked about natural immunity six months ago, that would be against most social media platforms' community policy. <laughs> you know, it just yeah, you're not supposed you to know, it's violence. It's violence, and only only white privileged people talk about natural immunity. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the one thing I guess you can always count on, Jazz, that politicians are going to act like politicians. I guess <laughs> you can you can bank on that, right? Yeah, they're after a while you watch long enough, they're really not that hard to figure out. Children yeah. are harder to figure out. Pretty pretty you know? cool. So what what do you think uh, like here in Connecticut, COVID's going down, infection rates under five percent, deaths dropping, hospitalizations dropping. And what is there some point that Jazz that just the whole COVID thing just runs out of steam? I hope so. I really thought it would have happened before now. Yeah. But yeah. we, we've gotten about as many people vaccinated as you're going to get to volunteer to do that. Okay, exactly. I I, I, I don't see the you know the people that were willing to get vaccinated are almost universally willing to go get a booster because that's the decision they've made, yeah. or because they were forced into it and under threat of losing their jobs yeah. by the government. But they've done it, and the ones who haven't done it by now aren't going to do it. So, <laughs> it, you know. At what point do the politicians do more and more what we're seeing now and, and just say, you know, uh, we are where we are, and we got as many people vaccinated as we could, and people are sick of it, and it's time to go back to normal. At this point, everybody's either vaccinated or at some point they're going to catch it, and 99.9 some percent of them are going to survive it and have natural immunity when they're done, yeah. and a certain number of people are going to die. Yeah. You know, just like they do always did from the flu every year. Right. And I, I think that's just part of life now. Welcome to COVIDville. It's yeah. not going away. Well, I mean, I think even Fauci, you know, after he said, you know, there were there were four phases to this and we're only in phase one and we have to eradicate disease from the planet. Now he realizes, well, you know, that didn't work with influenza. So uh, everybody's just kind of, you know, you got to live with it. At our night, Tuesday night, out to, out to dinner again, downtown Indianapolis. You, you, looking at the restaurants, there's no COVID. Places were packed, packed, and 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 nary a mask in sight. You know, so I think the American people kind of dictate this, and the politicians understand it. And so when it is election time, row row, <laughs> it's time to change the policy, right? Yeah, and there's another part of the private sector that dictates that because. When we first started venturing back out to go eat again, mm -hmm. I made it a point to look for places that uh, weren't enforcing the mask thing, which I thought was dumb if you're going to a place where you're going to eat. And uh, there were places that were enforcing it. And, mm -hmm. you know, unless you were at the table, they wanted to be masked at all times. And I noticed one of those places that we did not go to had taken their sign down about a month ago. 
because there were a lot of people who were just like, no, I'm going to go down the street to this other guy's place, you know. And once enough of those people make those decisions, just like with the politicians, business Mm -hmm. owners are going to look at that and go, oh, this isn't working. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I said. I, I, I made this call a long time ago that I'm counting on the American people because I'm looking at football stadiums. I'm looking at indoor arenas. I'm looking at, you know, motorsports. Thousands, tens of thousands of, of pay, people, not an empty seat. And, and not a mask in sight. People are going to make their own decision. They'll take their own risk if they want to, or they'll stay home, or they'll stay, be locked up, whatever. But, but the people are going to decide. And that's why I think at the end of the day, the love and passion the Americans have for freedom and liberty you know, over, over completely overshadows AOC or Stacey Abrams or any of these other, you know, socialist, uh, you know, freedom fighters, Che Guevara, yeah. uh, that want to, you know, they, they, they just don't, uh, uh, Che Chavez, they just, they just, they're not going to be able to beat it. I mean, the country's too used to being free. Yeah. And when the, the leaders who are doing these things completely fail to lead by example, I mean, you've immediately undermined your credibility. You mentioned sports stadiums. Look at that NFL playoff game oh my that I wrote about about, yeah. about a week yeah. ago. Finish they had, it. you know, three levels of mass mandates. Yeah. And there's the governor, there's the mayor of uh, San Francisco, or yeah. and and the mayor of Los Angeles. Yeah. All of them out there posing for pictures with celebrities not wearing masks. Well, <clears throat> well, they're still enforcing mass mandates. And I think people see that and they're like. Are you kidding me? Well, you know, it was comical about that. Newsom tried to explain it and said, well, Magic asked I if he could take breath. I mean, come on. Magic asking you to take a picture? Please. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Unbelievable. Hey, Jazz, thank you so much. I know it was a late call. Appreciate it very much. Always a pleasure talking with you, sir. Keep up the good work on hotair.com. Anytime, my friend. Keep fighting the fight. And anytime you need me back, just give me a buzz. All right. Amen. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to set up for the between round bagel. Last call of the day. 800-966-9842-860-5212-9842. This is it. You can do it. You can, you can call it. You can win bagels for six months. Do it. Do it. We'll be right back. Got yourself a smart speaker? Alexa. It's your new radio. Play WTIC News Talk 1080. Listen to WTIC News Talk 1080 on Alexa. All right, welcome back, Connecticut. Lindsay Jacobellis wins the USA gold medal in Olympics. That's wonderful. From Connecticut. Wow. I think she's like a skier. Snowboarder. Woo! Yes. And uh, outstanding. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, last call of the day, sponsored by Between Rounds Bagel and Deli Bakery in Manchester, South Windsor, Vernon. Get a dozen bagels for six months. Are you kidding me? Free. Let's go to uh, 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 let's go to Barbara Navon. Barbara, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor Will. Um, you know, you, you the last uh, guest you were speaking with, you asked him, "When do you think the mask thing is going to be over?" Yeah. And and that right there, that statement is ceding our freedom to some higher authority that's uh, that's going to either allow us to wear a mask or tell us we don't have to anymore. And I'm all I'm all done. I'm not wearing it anymore, no matter where I go. A lot of people I, have been I made that choice. I live sure. in a totalitarian state, mm-hmm. and we have to. All, and this is what the trucker thing is all about. They don't want to live in a state where they have no freedom. 
Well, they certainly don't want to live in a state in a place where they have to use a passport to get across the border. They certainly don't want to do that. Right, and they're not letting people go into grocery stores without the vaccine passport in Canada. No, Canada's been under. That's why I say people think they have it bad here. Live in Canada or Australia if you want to know what bad is. But it's coming here. They're trying to, but again, I bank on the the American people. American people love freedom, and I'm going to go with that one. Barbara, thank you. Last call of the day. Let's go to Tom and Ken. Congratulations, Tom. Last call of the day between Mm -hmm. Ron's bagel. Go ahead. Fits the bill. Yeah, I was thinking uh, everybody that thinks what they're doing here with this mask, it's just one big masquerade. They don't want it to end. Masquerade. I like it. Tom, I got to put you on hold. Joey needs to get your information, mail you your certificate. You're the last call today between rounds, bagel and deli winner. You got it, brother. All right. Hey, guys, thanks so much. Great day today. Good show. Great to be back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.